So this idea came to me recently, just in this world where we constantly outsource everything. So I've actually created a freebie for you because I'm so passionate about today's topic and want each of you to experience that zest in life. You owe it to yourselves, you guys. So stay tuned till the end or take a look at my show notes. Welcome to Zest for Life podcast, designed to give you the motivation, inspiration, and a bounce in your step. I'm your host, Sharona Javen, and I'm so excited to have you join us for today's episode. I've spent the past few decades educating and sprinkling my joy and zest for life around the world, having lived on five continents. I am passionate about living life with zest. In this podcast, we'll dive deeper into everyday conversations on mindset, self-improvement, relationships, change, careers, the ebbs and flows of life, and many, many more topics that you get to be part of just by tuning in every Monday. Friends, let's not settle with just okay by being bogged down with the mundaneness of life, but be invigorated by my voice motivational teachings and true stories to ignite some zest into your life. So pull up a seat and make sure you're cozy. This is the Zest for Life podcast. Let's get started. Like I said, in this world of outsourcing everything that you feel that you cannot do yourselves, like we often hear people say, oh, I outsourced a virtual assistant, or if it's to do with a podcast, I'm outsourcing editor, or somebody who's going to write my content, going to outsource someone to do my reels and my posts and my captions. So there is this idea of outsourcing someone else to do jobs that you don't want to do, and sometimes... You know, I was thinking when we do outsource a lot of these things, we end up actually removing ourselves from the picture entirely. I understand it's meant to help alleviate your stress and burden, free up your time. But at the same time, for example, like I mentioned, the podcasting, there's a lot of elements that you can outsource as well. I have decided to do it myself because I really want to be very closely involved in the process, sizing and one that you love waking up to. Outsourcing of your fulfillment or your worthiness in life are things that you need to find within yourself. The more that we really dive deeper into ourselves, discovering what makes us tick, things that you do enjoy, things that you don't enjoy, as well as discovering, you know, your own qualities, attributes of yourselves. These are things that will only that only you can discover. And of course, you will grow and evolve over time. That's life. Remember, finding inner joy is a personal journey, and what works for one person may not work for another. So it's important to explore and discover what brings you joy and fulfillment to your own life. I find the danger of outsourcing your joy by placing it into someone else's hands is that you're always going to feel 
unfulfilled. Let's unpack this. Say your joy is fully reliant on a friend or a significant other or your job. What happens if one day you no longer have that job? Job they the people you know around you may be leaving the country or moving away, or that friendship or relationship dissolves. You basically have placed all your joy in their hands. Whereas if you intrinsically hold joy within your being. All these other things could change in life, as sad as it may be, and things change because life is in motion, it's not stagnant, but you will still be able to wake up in the morning and still look forward to your day because you didn't outsource your joy to external factors. So while there is sadness, you will still be retaining your level of joy. Another point you may be, you know, that may come is being feeling let down or, you know, your expectations haven't been met. They can be a sure joy killer. Instead, really start digging deep into things that light you up. So here's an example from my own life. I love as in capital L-O-V-E, <laughs> I love to travel. Travel is something I was introduced to when I was five years old. I remember traveling from India and we went all the way to Singapore and that was my very first flight. Even till this day, I get excited about traveling on a plane. I'm honestly like a little kid. I like sitting by the window seat for short trips, the whole anticipation of a new place, a new country, a new food and smell and climate, languages, all of that gets me super excited. The fact that everything is new and different, well, from that first flight when I was five, I was hooked on travel. I have traveled extensively, as you know, in my trailer for this podcast. If you haven't listened to it, you should. Um, You know that I have lived on five different continents, so five out of the seven on this planet, and no, I have not been to Antarctica, um, and I don't think I'm ever going to live on that continent. Maybe a quick visit. It's a little too cold for me, but who knows? I might do an expedition one day to go see the emperor penguins. You never know, (laughs) but my joy in traveling as a child and now as an adult have primarily been on my own. And so being a person who really gets intrinsic joy in lived in my lived experiences, I didn't wait around home thinking, I can't go traveling. I can't go explore because I don't have someone to travel with or waiting for a partner or friends that I can travel with and our schedules all coordinate perfectly. I enjoyed making those plans and going and enjoying amazing sights and gaining all these new experiences on my own. There's nothing wrong, of course, with traveling with someone. I mean, I also enjoy traveling with other people, which I have done in groups as well as with one other person or with family as well. It's so much fun. But what I'm trying to say is don't wait for someone else to bring you that joy. You can create it yourself. I can honestly say I have had the most incredible experiences and interactions that have shaped me and have attributed to who I am today. It's built my character. And also when you do travel alone, it really does build up your intuition or your gut feeling because you really need to be vigilant and do this safely. So just being very much in an intuitive state of mind and being very aware of your surroundings, but also enjoying what the country has to offer. So 
I do not outsource my joy and place it in someone else's hands, but I've created it. I love it. And it's not something I enjoy doing or it's a hobby. It's really, it's really something that has shaped who I am on an integral level of my being. And so it's something I will always carry on doing with people or by myself or whatever the situation might present. I know that this is an area that brings me joy and fulfillment. I get from, you know, visiting different places. I value people. I enjoy people from different countries and learning about different languages and histories and geographical areas around the world. And so it's been a ton of fun and just really enjoying a whole lot of different array of foods. Oh my goodness, food. I love food. And if you're a foodie out there, oh my goodness, this world has so many amazing flavors and spices and dishes that you need to you know experience yourself. So the biggest takeaway I want you to derive from this podcast is the idea of not outsourcing your joy but being true to the essence of who you are. I challenge you for the next week to do something for you. So if you find that you're outsourcing an area of your life to someone else like friends or family, try to bring it back home to you. For example, you may go out on that walk by yourself, take a walk along the waterfront, don't outsource it to someone else, do it for you. You will get so much enjoyment and a sense of fulfillment. And as you do this over time, you are stacking up levels and layers of joy, filling yourself up. My question to you is, what is one thing you can do this week that will bring you joy? Could it be taking yourself out with your dog to a dog park or by yourself? It's not something you will normally do by yourself, but I think this week you really need to focus on one thing that will bring you the intrinsic joy. And so it might be going out for a walk or a hike by yourself or going to see a show. It could be anything along those lines where normally you would wait around for friends or family to fulfill that, but you are taking those steps to bring your own joy to yourself. And as you feel the sense of fulfillment, you know, the feeling of, oh, I did this by myself and I feel fulfilled. And so the more we do this, we actually stack on levels of joy and the more we stack on. So it's not just one incident, but we constantly keep up with this commitment to ourselves. These practices of constantly stacking one on top of the other, the joy in your life will just grow. You'll be developing, cultivating your own joy. Your own love bank is going to be so full and overflowing that you don't need to outsource, outsource those to anybody else. In fact, you get to be the joy giver to other people because it's going to flow and overflow out from your being into other people all around you. And it's going to be inevitable that the flow of your joy is going to reach those around you, but even beyond those around you. So be inspired, be motivated and encouraged. Remember, friends, life is too short to be anything but extraordinary. So go out there and embrace every moment with enthusiasm and a zest for life. I'm going to leave you with three questions taken from my seven joy booster prompts, which is a freebie. Yes, a freebie for you to grab. So you can check out the details in my show notes. It's absolutely free. So take some time 
out from your day. And I'm sharing three of these that you can reflect on and write down your thoughts and ideas if you enjoy writing like I do, or even think about them throughout the day, mull over them or talk about it with a friend. So number one, cultivating gratitude. Practicing gratitude by acknowledging and appreciating the positive aspects of life can bring you a sense of joy and contentment. So this practice I have been doing for several years. I have a gratitude journal, which I write in every morning before I turn on my phone or do anything else for the day. It really helps me to set the tone for the day. Number two, living in the present moment. You know, practicing mindfulness and being fully present in the current moment can help you appreciate the simple joys of life. This might seem really trivial, but when I take my dog out for a walk, I love watching him just be. He's not thinking about what other people might be thinking or what he's going to have for dinner. He's in the moment, smelling, sniffing, what's right in front of him, tail wagging, happy and content to get fresh air. Yes, we can learn so much from animals. He's a great reminder to me of being present. Number three, practicing self-care. Taking care of yourself physically, mentally, spiritually, and emotionally through activities like exercise, meditation, adequate rest, and self-reflection can contribute to inner joy. I cannot emphasize more on rest. This could include sleep, but just switching off social media or Netflix or resting can get you in a better mood and add that zing to your life. If you are a doer like me, rest is something I greatly value. If you found value in these prompts and want more, Yes, I love digging deeper. I've actually created a free joy booster sheet, as I mentioned earlier, with seven of my favorite prompts to help you explore ways to live your life with more zest and enthusiasm. Check the episode show notes on how you can grab yourself a free copy of the Joy Booster Prompts. I love adding value to my listeners and have put a lot of thought and heart into creating these freebies. So let me know if it's helped you so I can create more. This will be life changing and why not start this at the beginning of this new year? Living life with zest is about finding joy, passion and enthusiasm in every moment. Enjoy the process and savor the vibrant experiences that awaits you. I'm over here giving you a virtual high five for listening to today's episode. Thank you for tuning into the Zest for Life podcast. I hope this episode has filled your day with inspiration, laughter, and a whole lot of zest. If you're finding value in this podcast, I would greatly appreciate if you could leave me up to a five-star review. It would mean the world to me. Also, make sure you have your automatic downloads turned on wherever you listen to your podcast so the weekly Zest for Life podcast is in your queue and ready to bring you inspiration, motivation, and an injection of zing you didn't even know you needed. Together, let's trailblaze through life with more zest. Let's go.